Today on a chilling episode of Real Ghost Stories Online that if listened to in reverse will reveal all the famous and powerful names on the flight log of Jeffrey Epstein's airplane trips to Predator Island. Could it be possible for a Hollywood movie to release demonic spirits into one's home and life? And if so, why do these entities choose to only torment a select few? That story and much more today on Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You're about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That indeed it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. To share your real ghost stories with us, we'd absolutely love to hear them and uh, become an extra podcast person. If you want access to get this, the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, EPP bonus episodes, new ones every single week in the full archive you get, uh, as well as advanced episodes of the show. And all of it is ad free. No commercials whatsoever. Couple ways to do it now through Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe right there through Apple Podcasts. Even get to try a three day trial for free if you want apple podcast to become an extra podcast person there or you can uh, check us out at ghostpodcast.com or through the patreon app patreon.com slash real ghost stories tony and todd with you on today's episode of the program what is going on hey i've got like my own little ghost story is it okay if i share it real quick yeah yeah so saturday um i went to bed and when i went to bed my bedroom door was closed about a foot And I only bring that up because the reason why it was closed, I had done some cleaning Saturday and, you know, you vacuum behind your doors and stuff like that. And that door in my bedroom is always open. I never close it. Mm -hmm. So I was going to bed and it's open a little bit because I had been cleaning and stuff. So I opened it back up Mm -hmm. and it creaked like crazy, like like a scary movie kind of creak. I, I, you know, because it never moves. I'd never heard it that way before. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to bed and I think to myself, my God, how, how would that, you know, how would I react to that if I heard that in the middle of the night? And yeah. so I kind of chuckle at that and I go to bed. Everything's great. 3.30 in the morning, I wake up. Got to uh-huh. go to the can. Okay. Old man, you know, you got to piss in the middle of the night. I've been doing it since I was 22. <laughs> <laughs> so at any rate, I get up and to my complete astonishment, the door to my bedroom is completely closed and latched shut. Ooh. Now, again, that door's never closed. It's an older home and I've got carpeting upstairs. So the door kind of rubs on the carpeting. It takes a little, it, it's not really hard, but it takes a little yeah. effort to close that door. Sure. And to latch it is also not easy because it's an older home and it doesn't match exactly. Yeah. I was freaked the heck out all day. I, in fact, I got up at 3.30. I never went back to bed. Not because I was afraid, but I was just kind of blown away at the situation. Yeah. So I kind of, I talked to some friends about it, whatever. And the last time I had doors closing on their own in my house was right about the time after my mom died. So I'm like, is this some sort of message? Is there a door closing in my life? What's going on? Mm-hmm. So Saturday, uh, Sunday night, I go back to bed and I, I fall asleep. And but before I go to bed, I'm like, if you want to try that again, go ahead. I'd love to see you do that again. Mm-hmm. It didn't. However, 
In the middle of the night, I was awoken by a bang, which sounded like the door actually being opened all the way. And it hits that little thing at the bottom, that little door block. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. I'm pretty sure that's what woke me up. So it didn't do the same thing, but it did something else. Basically, yeah, the door, the door door seemed to have moved again, not closing, but this time opening very hard, like like somebody like it got moved and then opened very fast and banging on that thing. So now I'm going to have to investigate my house and find out what's going on. (laughs) That could be interesting. That could be really. And I don't do, like do, doing do, do, that. I was going to do. You I, want to go down that road and investigate your house? I mean, clearly there's something nope. kind of going on there, but I feel like something's trying to contact me. And again, the last time I had stuff going on in my house was quite some time ago. Yeah. Um, when my mom passed, so I'm thinking, well, maybe you know, is my dad going to pass away soon? Is is somebody else away? Uh-huh. And this is some sort of message to me. I really don't know if I want to investigate because every time I've done that in the past, it just creates all this bullshit that just never stops. Yeah. But I feel like I have to. Let's break out a Ouija board and see what happens. Oh, shit. I'm not, no. <laughs> Here's what we'll do. We'll do it live on the podcast next week. I'll get out the Ouija board. We'll ask the questions and see how it goes. That'd be great. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you got to keep us updated on what... Uh, what happens there? Because that's... I oh, definitely will. How, how yes. long have you been in the house? 2016. Okay. So, it's um, been a, so you've been there more than a couple seasons. Except the only thing I was going to say is like, you know, sometimes depending on the time of year and the pressure, you know, things moving on their own, doors slamming and that sort of stuff. That would always happen in my parents' house. But yep. but again, yeah. it's it's one of those doors that just kind of rubs the, the yeah. carpet enough where it's just not going to free be yeah. free flowing in the wind or enough anything. Enough resistance. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So well, I guess we're going to find out very soon what the hell's going on in my house. I had a weird one today of walking into another room and going like, what the heck is that? So I'm in the uh, the studio here, going to the house to get, uh, I think, a cup of tea or something. And then on my way back out down here, I hear, I th- I'm thinking it's a vacuum that's running. Um, I'm like, is Harper like vacuuming something in the garage? And I That's what was running through my mind. And I open up the garage and there is the the blower, like the the uh, leaf blower. It's battery operated, but it's on at like full blast. What? And I'm like, what the heck? And it's just sitting, you know, it's just sitting on the ground where I put it last. And and this isn't one. I mean, you gotta like, you have to turn the dial on it to get it to be on at full blast. You gotta like, and it's right. weird because you have to like, you gotta like hold almost. It was, it was, I'm just thinking of this now because I didn't think much of it. I was just doing 50 things. Yeah, but the way to get that on, you almost have to like hold two things down at the same time. Well, that's weird. Um, That just added another level of weirdness to it. Freakiness. Yeah. Like, because at first I'm like, well, maybe the cat knocked something. I don't know. There's, there's stuff around here, but it'd be weird to get it to activate. Like I said, because you got to kind of turn this thing in a certain way. And it's usually like a, one person, you have two, you know, fingers that are doing it. Huh. Well, it was weird. I turned it off and I came back in here and started telling more ghost stories. <laughs> yeah. Somebody told me the uh, the other day that, you know, we're getting, uh, as we're recording this, we're around Halloween. So that's kind of something where the, the veil is thinner, mm-hmm. but also because of the retrogrades and all this kind of stuff, 
they're saying there's just all this weird activity. A lot of people are having weird activity, weird stories in their homes right now. So I'd, I'd be interested to know if anybody else had stuff happen. I'm having the weirdest dreams lately uh, where it's just... That's, that's one of the things. That's one of the things I was told today. Oh, my goodness. It's been like just bizarre. Um, you were even in one the other day. We were back at radio in uh, Fond du Lac and... Um, I was going to do the morning show or something. I think that was the plan. I don't. And, and then you were like, um, if you're going to do it like, like this, then no, you're not doing that. And you were being really mean <laughs> to me. And I'm like, like, what are you talking about, Todd? Like I'm not 18 anymore. And, and it was like, I was like thinking like, how does, I mean, we've been doing the show now together for like a couple of years and you know, he knows who I am these days. So I'm like, why are you thinking this? And you were being really, <laughs> really mean. Uh, and then I was at odds with my parents again because I—that's an ongoing theme in my, my my dreams about something, but I forgot what it was. But there are these dreams where I know it's a dream, and, and I kind of wake up from them, and I can't really get back to sleep very well. But I'm kind of halfway dreaming, and I'm stuck in these weird places that are just uncomfortable and bizarre. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the Mercury in retrograde. When is that done? I don't know, but I'm getting really tired of all this. At some point, we can just wrap all this up and get on with our lives, please. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Uh, let's go to our first ghost story uh, here tonight. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number. Let's go to this. It says, hi. Uh, so here is my story, which I do have quite a few. Just uh, that back when I was uh, it was happening, I never thought of it as being odd. When I was a kid, I watched the movie The Exorcist when it first came out, and it really traumatized me to this day. So when the remake came out, I want to say 2000 or 2001 or 21, I don't know. Uh, I didn't want to look it up just in case I would see the face. My husband was going to go to the movies with his cousin, who is a Christian, to see the movie, and he invited me. I said no, but I wound up going anyway. Should have stayed home because I didn't even watch it because I was so scared. Later that night when we got home, we put our four children to sleep and also went to sleep ourselves. Well, I don't remember what time it was, but it started to rain. And my son, who was just a few months old, started to fuss. And, well, he really liked the pacifier. So I started to look for it. I couldn't find it. And that moment, my husband started to argue with me. I was like, why are you arguing with me? I told him that we were fighting because we went to see that movie and it was making us argue over nothing at the moment. We heard a large crash from downstairs at that second. I looked at my bedroom door and my youngest daughter, who was eight or nine, stood there just staring without any kind of expression. At that moment, I did feel a little nervous but did not express it. I called her name and said, Let's go downstairs, look for the pacifier. Mind you, all this time, she never said a word. We went downstairs and as we were looking... I went to the kitchen and all the dishes were on the floor. I freaked out and told her, let's go upstairs, went upstairs, and she just went to her bed like nothing. And the baby stopped fussing. I told my husband what happened, and in that moment we heard some little pitter-patter, like it felt like a tiny horse walking underneath us or something downstairs, maybe a dog with wet feet. I asked him if he heard it, and he said yes. We went down to investigate, and there was nothing. Went in the kitchen cleaned up the dishes and that was that never saw anything just had the feeling that something or someone was there i was glad i did not experience it alone i have three other incidents that have 
come my way. Kind of odd, too. At the same time, very weird. Thanks for hearing my story. So that's rather bizarre. Uh, I mean, it was all, it almost feels like really dark <laughs> and then kind of but like kind of a passing through really dark. If nothing else really uh, transpired, that kind of had those those feelings attached. to. Yeah, almost like, um, you know, I want to scare the hell out of you so that you don't go down that road or something like that. But, you know, it's it's so strange. And even like with the door of my bedroom, I can blow that off if I want to. And typically I will. Mm hmm. But when you have something that extreme happen in your life, it's hard to just go, oh, <laughs> clean up the dishes, go to bed. I mean, it's going to be, obviously, this person is still talking about it. Mm -hmm. It does traumatize you. It does affect you in some way, shape, or form. Whatever it was, you know, maybe it was trying to um, to prove a point when it comes to, like, exorcisms and stuff like that. Just, you know, like, be careful. There is shit out there or something. I don't know. It, it just the... The idea of the pitter-patter, almost, you know, like horse or hooves or something, and everything, the daughter staring, there's just so much. Uh, what's your thoughts? Now, now, number one, did they ever remake The Exorcist? I don't remember them doing that. I'm wondering if she was thinking of a different one. I th Well, there was different, uh, there was like Exorcist 2 and stuff like that, and I think that in the last year, I think that they did do redo The Exorcist. Really? Exorcist For some stupid reason... Um, they they did uh, number three in 1990. <clears throat> um, the beginning was in 2004, and there was one. In, uh, there's a new one coming out next year. So I'm yes, they're working on one. Looking at it right now, gosh. Which here's let me just say this: that's a movie that does not need to be remade. No, it really doesn't. Um, it still stands up today. I realize a lot of times they do it because they want younger generations to not think, oh, I don't want to watch this old movie and I want to experience it. But that movie for its time is just so incredible and spooky and creepy. And it's one of my top five scariest movies of all time. And the weird things that happened around the film as well uh, are intriguing. To yes. Me. Um, there, there's some people that were on that crew that say, oh, it's all BS. But you have others that swear no, there's there seems to be something very bizarre that has worked its way through um, the a lot of the actors and such in that movie. Wasn't there a lot of you can go go ahead? I, I think you can go on like YouTube or something. You can find that documentary someplace. There's a documentary on it, and it tells the story of making it and all the stuff they did, and then some of the bad outcomes that happened with some of the actors and people who worked on the set. There was apparently stuff with Poltergeist as well, wasn't there? I believe so. I believe so. And, and was it maybe the main actress who was having some of that happen to her? I believe. I believe that she had a lot of things that happened with her health-wise. Um, I believe, like, she... I don't think they were even finished with production before she died on the second one. Ellen Burstein, I think, is her name. And um, had, I know that there was a lot of, lot of anger and stuff among the people who worked on the movie, a lot of distrust yeah. and stuff like that, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to watch out when you got uh, Hayden Fox in your movie. Um, mm. Coach. <laughs> he, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, coach. Yeah. I can't think. Uh, I Drawing a blank. <laughs> Who um, plays Coach? Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Craig T. Nelson was in that. Do you know that they actually made a uh, a remake of Coach? They shot a pilot. 
And that was it. And that the network refused it. So there is. I would think they would. It, it wasn't that strong to begin with. There were a couple of good characters on that show that kept it going all that time. But it's like, eh, I don't think we need to revisit that. Yeah, it's not one that I could, but they, I guess they filmed it. And so I'm always curious about those things when, when some of these shows get redone or attempted to be redone and they just get dropped in a in a warehouse no actually in a salt mine somewhere in a, a very uh <laughs> seriously this is where they store like their masters and stuff in salt mines uh because it's the elements are perfect it's like nuclear proof um i've been to like the warner brothers one in kansas um and it's way underground in a salt mine um and they have like the masters of friends and everything in there but you know there's a reel of this somewhere and we'll never see it i'm always curious because i know there's a lot of shows that have had that happen and then they're just, you know, lost and never to be seen. Uh, let's jump over to a phone call. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our number. Hi, let's hear you. Hey, what's up, crew? This is Dom calling again. Just listening to a couple of your stories. One about lady's phone disappearing. And she's finding it, or she found it by stepping on it. And there was another story I was listening to. It was the guy who uh, got a pickle on his foot. It just brought it just brought up some memories uh, that I had. So, uh, a couple of stories I want to tell y'all, or a few stories I want to tell y'all. Well, uh, one of the stories is from my mom. She was just telling me this uh, last week or so. Yeah, it was last week about how. Well, first of all, my mom. She knows that I'm a, a believer in the into paranormal. She knows that I'm like really interested into that topic. So she came to me or she called me while I was at work and was like, Hey, I have to ask you ask you something. She and she started to tell me, she was telling me that uh one day she was on one morning she woke up by like five o'clock and using a restroom. So she was using a restroom and then she told me she, because my brother stays with her. And so she was telling me, she was saying that, um, she woke up, she was using the restroom and while she was using the restroom, she noticed that there was a phone, a phone and a pager that was on the counter. So she just played it off and was like, you know, that's, you know, that's, uh, uh, these phones, and so she just ignored it. So she went back to sleep, woke up that morning, or woke back up, and called my brother. And so she was like, "Hey, you know, I seen that she was at work. What, what time did you get in?" He was like, "Um," she, he explained to her that he wasn't in town that he was still in Texas. She was like, that's weird because I seen your phone and it looked like a pager that was on the counter. He was like, mom, that's, that wasn't my stuff. So kind of freaked her out. She was, and then she started to explain that, started telling me that some freaky things have been going around the house. One of the things was her earrings. Took her earrings off, put them on a dresser. She said she went and did something and was about to put the earrings back in the jewelry box. 
Well, she could only find one of them. So she brushed it off. She or she looked everywhere for it, and then she said, "She just said, you know, it would turn up when it would turn up. She just misplaced it somewhere." So another instant, another thing happened. I, I can't remember if it was the same day or the next day or the same week or whatever. But she told me that she took her socks off. My mom has like comfy socks, the the wool ones that you know that you could wear outside, and it's just like really warm. So. She told me she took those off. She keeps her. My mom is like she has OCD, so like she when she places something down, she doesn't just forget and just place things wherever she wants to. So she went and looked for it. She couldn't find it, and then she went and asked my brother. Why are you fucking with me? He looked at her and was like, Mom, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? It was like, my earrings, I only find one of them. And now my socks, she was like, I thought she was fucking with me. He was like, nah. And he's like, nah, I didn't touch that. And he, started, he explained to her, he was like, you know, some weird shit been happening in the house with me. So he then went and told her that one time he was in his bedroom moving stuff around. He had a lighter, only lighter he had, he said. He put it down in front of the TV, went about his business doing his thing. So in the state that we live in, we just legalized. So he was about to smoke, but he went to go get his lighter. He said he couldn't find that lighter no fucking where. So he said what he did, he went in the kitchen, lit his stuff, Went back to the bedroom. He said, out of nowhere, no fucking where. He said the lighter appeared and just dropped right in front of him. He said he took his shit and went outside just to cool off. Cause he said that there's no way in hell that lighter could just fucking drop out of the midair. And so I mean, we we done had a conversation about the house might be not so much haunted, but might have. Uh, uh, a prankster ghost or something. And another story happened. This is when me and my brother was at my mom's house and she was gone. So me and my brother was at the house. We're sitting on the porch. I brought my two kids, my, brought my son and my daughter because he had his daughter over. And so all three of them are inside the house playing Roblox on the phones. Next thing I know, they come outside telling us that there's a ghost in the house. There's a ghost in the house. I'm like, what are you talking about? It was like, we heard some noises in the back. And it sounded like rattling the paper. Like, there ain't no ghost. So we sure miss out the house. And I'm like, hell yeah, there's a fucking ghost in that shit. But we didn't want to tell the kids about it. So they just went back on their business and just they continued playing the game. So... And then him started to talk, and I'm like, yeah, some weird shit that is, is happening. You would hear noises in the back. You would hear just random things, and there's nobody there. So that's just the stories that they told me. And so 
the other story that I had is my experience. I can't remember if I told this story or not to you guys. But when he, when the guy told his part about the foot being tickled, it brought up and like instantly just hit me like, damn, yeah, I, I can relate to that shit. Well, one day at our old townhouse that we used to live in, all the kids were gone. I can't remember where they were going. They they weren't in school because I was off of work. So I don't know where they went, my wife and kids. So me and the dogs just laying in my bed. And I'm like in that state to where I'm asleep, but not sleep. Like I can hear and notice my surroundings, if that makes sense. But I mean, it's just like I'm not totally asleep. So I'm dozing off, my foot's hanging off the bed. I bullshit you not, man. Like, it felt like something grabbed my toe. Like, my fucking toe. I look at the end of the, like, it completely woke me up to, you know, it, I fucking woke up. All the way. Ain't no halfway type shit. I, I was fucking all the way awake. Look at my dog. My dog's by the bed. Or uh, at the foot of my bed. She's not a, a toe grabber, but she's a toe licker. And that wasn't no toe lick. That was a fucking, it felt like two fingers pitched, like not even pitched, but just like grabbed it to where, I mean, the shit, it, it fucking, it, it just startled me. Like, uh, that shit woke me up and I sure as hell wasn't asleep after that. Uh, that, that just like, yeah, fuck sleeping. I, I know what I know. I know what fucking happened. Ain't, there's nothing that I could explain. The difference between, you know, you know the difference between somebody grabbing your toe and a fucking dog licking your toe. And, I mean, yeah, so I don't know what to take on that. But, yeah, I just wanted to tell you all my stories, uh, my mom's stories. And she has a few more stories. I'm going to try to see if I could get her to tell me them. But she said she doesn't like talking about it because it's just like it really fucked her and, like, freaked her out. So I'm going to try to see eventually she tells me that I'll call in about that story. So that's my stories. And, you know, if y'all put it on, y'all use it. It's all good. If y'all don't, no hard feelings. I'm still listening. I'm going to I'm going to say PPE. But, yeah, it is. EPP. <laughs> so, yeah. You guys keep up the good work. Um, I love listening to y'all. And Carol, condolence on your dog. I, I completely know how you feel about losing your dog. Todd, I just started checking out their, uh, that, um, that show on, uh, Amazon Prime. I finished up the second episode and I like how you guys do it to where you're not trying to get people to believe in it, but you're just getting proof of documents and shit. And I think that's really neat. So, uh, you guys keep up the good work and I'll still continue listening. I'll ask y'all later. Thank you for the uh, call and sharing uh, those stories with us. Thoughts? I think my favorite line of any call that I've ever heard <laughs> on this show is, hell yeah, hell yeah, there's a ghost in the house. <laughs> <laughs> there, was some, there was a lot of good ones in there that I kept thinking, oh, if I could put this on a soundboard. Uh, oh, that's what I was thinking, too. I mean, the kids come out, there's a ghost. There ain't no ghost in the house. Kids go in. Hell yeah, there's a ghost in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Please keep sharing your stories with us. I, I love the way he tells stories. It's so funny. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 
yeah, there's there is a lot obviously to unpack in all that. Um, it's interesting. A lot of people have the same thing happen when things go missing, and then all of a sudden they kind of literally almost fall out of thin air, or they yeah. show up in a place that there's no reason for it to even be there. Mm-hmm. And it's not uncommon for people when they lose stuff, and if if there's an energy or an entity playing around. It's not uncommon for stuff to just come flying out of thin air. One of the the things that happens a lot is change that'll just drop or hit somebody from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens an awful lot. You hear reports about that all the time. It's usually me in a parking lot trying to get people to think that's happening. And I'm just kind of like whipping quarters and pennies out the window. And everybody's like, oh, it's dad. <laughs> now it's just the jackass in the truck over there that's tossing pennies from a long distance. <laughs> They're calling the cops on you. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I, I have thought of that too. Uh, honestly, sometimes when I have like some pennies or something, they're just going to get lost in my car, like in the little tray thing. So I will drop them sometimes in parking lots on purpose just because, uh, and I have no idea what's going to happen, but I know a lot of people look at coins as like a sign or something. And if I can make somebody's day or or just maybe it was my purpose to drop it there, and then for a for whatever the universe is going to say, like this person's going to see it at this moment, I do it because I think it's kind of an interesting little thing that is usually associated with positivity. You are messing with the universe, young man. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not messing with the universe. Why is that messing? But what if what if I what if that what if the universe knew that I was going to do that sort of shit and like yeah, let him do it. Saves us some. Uh, so, so did you make the decision to do it, or did something make you make the decision to do it? I just think I made the decision to do it after uh-huh. hearing so many stories uh-huh. on the air about. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you saying I'm possessed or something? To uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's why I can't let you do the morning <laughs> show. <laughs> what do you mean I can't? And I'm all like, like wrapped up in this. Like, what do you mean? We've been planning this for a long time. Like, what? about what how does that work in a dream where it's like there's this whole history of this or that and it's all planned out for a long time and it's like no it's not this is a brand new dream this is a whole new premise that i've never had in my mind before (laughs) it's just totally oh it's weird i'm gonna look up that mercury in retrograde quickly so uh because there's probably a few other people wondering uh how long that goes on uh mercury in retrograde I guess it happened three times this year. I heard that. Um, And most years, it only happens uh, twice. On September 9th, although it it says it's done. Uh, On September 9th, Mercury will go retrograde for the third time in 2022. The stretch ends October 2nd. So, I don't know. I've had the weird dreams over the last two weeks, and that goes earlier than or more recent than the second. Yeah, I, I think that I think the dreams are separate. I think that's it has something to do with something else that's going on. I, I don't know, but I, I just know a lot of people are having weird dreams right now. Very, very bizarre. Uh, all right. Soul, here's what it is. Soul, soul, soul contracts are ending. So a lot of relationships, family ties, and dreams are coming to fruition for a lot of people. Soul contracts are what? ending, whatever that means. What, what, Take that to the bank. Where, where did you get the, is that, uh, what is a soul contract? Is that, that's quantum leapy shit right there. Well, that's the, you, you have contracts that you have to fulfill in your life. Of course. Wow. 
Well, that's and if you don't fulfill those contracts, then you come back to relearn what you haven't learned. Okay, so you like it's like you get sent to collections almost in some way, shape, or form. Kind of in the in the woo woo world, it's the- very very <laughs> different. It's not money; it's actually your soul. It's your Solar soul, yeah. storms apparently going on too. So yeah. Solar storm. That sounds like a great, like kind of a knockoff of the Bee Gees. Like, hey, did you hear Solar Storm? They're pretty good. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Uh, if you like the show, help keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. Get access to the bonus episodes, advanced episodes, uh, the archive, and it's all commercial free. Back, try for three days absolutely free on Apple Podcasts right now, or you can sign up through Patreon. Just search Real Ghost Stories Online or go to ghostpodcast.com. Until next time, for Todd and everyone at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening.